Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, the special still continues. The special continues. It doesn't have to be still. $25 through next August. Until Toad meets leather next season, 25 bucks. All the recruiting intel, team scoop, insight. We've got it all. Get signed up. Got a big show today for you in here to talk to me and you about it all. Mr. Cole Pinkson, Mr. J-Head, fellas, how about you? How about you, brother? Okay. Same to you. J-Head's still in uh, La Quinta. Yep, still in La Quinta Inn, guys. The search continues, as Cole would say from his favorite movie, The Waterboy. Still down the here. Still in, yeah, the Schoich. Uh, <laughs> still, still in Sarasota. Uh, but uh, getting ready to wrap things up, but really interested to hear about Cole's travels this week to my hometown, yeah. Mobile, Alabama. Mm. Cole Kingston was in Mobile for the check-in for the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game. Several of Auburn's top targets on the Alabama team. Not, I don't think there was anybody on Mississippi, was there, Cole? Well, you got uh, Alex Sanford. Um, yeah. And, I dropped you know, him. Yeah, pretty I took, much. I took him off the hot board. I think Auburn's going to be focusing elsewhere. I think I'm, uh, Lewis Carter's still on there, but I think the top two are going to be Brian Longwell, Stanquan Clark, Alex Sanford. The new staff, not as high on him as the old staff, even though the linebackers coach is the same yeah. uh, as far as we know. Anyways, Cole, walk us through what you've seen from the Alabama All-Star check-in. Uh, well, you got three commits, first of all. J.C. Hart, Braden Joyner, Jeremiah Cobb. And, and talk to all of them, you know, at length. I, I come away going, I mean, it's Auburn all the way for Jeremiah Cobb. I don't, I don't see anybody even coming close. I feel pretty confident about that. Things change like crazy right now, but I do feel pretty confident about that. So, um, I mean, you know, you keep Cadillac. He loves the, the outside zone and the zone running style that, that Hugh Freeze implements, and he's talked to Hugh Freeze about it. And he knows he's such a good fit for that offense. And, and he's all in, it seems like. So um, him and, and then I think him and uh, Braden Joyner are sort of joining together here to, to become recruiters for Auburn. And they have been. But, you know, Hugh Freeze said, hey, when you're at that, when you're at that uh, practice with these guys all week, you got to be on them now and, and, and be friends with them. But don't, don't push them too much. But, hey, let them know. Let them know what Auburn's about. Let them know why you're here. And be a good ambassador, basically. And I think they're doing that. A lot of guys, they're both they're both real popular with everybody there. You know, I think Braden Joyner and Peter Woods are real close, and they've been getting after it at practice and, and stuff like that. So, other than the commits, you got Keldrick Falk, four-star Florida State, D-line commit. Man, I, I thought it was interesting that the way that he worded it uh, when he was talking to me about his Florida State commitment. He didn't say – he said Florida State's top contender. And, and then he said – and Auburn's, you know, right there. So instead of saying I'm committed to Florida State, I'm solid, I'm, I'm locked in, whatever, he said, yeah, they're the top contender. They're the top contender right now. So Florida State? Florida State. And he did, he's still committed. Still committed. 
Boy, that would that would be red flags if he were committed to Auburn right now. That would say that about Auburn. Wouldn't make you feel great, right? You know, we've been hearing probably the past two weeks about Keldrick Falk, more and more buzz around him and his different attitude towards Auburn is the way he's been received. Mm-hmm. And Auburn have been to see him twice this the past two weeks since the uh the dead period ended, I guess, last Friday. Or went to see his mom. Mm-hmm. That, that morning that they all left to yep. go check in. Cole, what was that, Monday morning, Tuesday morning? I think it was Monday. I think it was Monday. Maybe yeah, Tuesday. That's what I said. Tuesday because Tuesday is when they were there, yeah. Yeah, Zach and those guys went and saw the Madhouse guys. Um, but I thought it was interesting, Braden Joyner, Jeremiah Cobb, J.C. Hart, all those guys recruiting. And what did you get the – talked about Keldrick Falk. I know it's tough with Quay and James. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You walk away from that going, maybe they come back? Yeah. Uh, from Quay and James or from Keldrick? Quay and James. Man, I, to me, um, at this point, I think Jeremy Garrett – listen, all the things I've heard about Jeremy Garrett, man, he he's getting after it with these guys. Keldrick Fox said he is, he, you know, he's been on the phone with me for hours at a time. Damn. Because he understands that that number one thing with Florida State is that relationship. And, and he's saying to him, hey, I, 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 we can build that. We can build that right now. And it won't take long. Trust me. I'm that kind of guy. And that's really resonating with, with Keldrick Falk. And that's resonating with, with the two five stars, uh, James and, and Quay. So I think Auburn's in – Probably as best, you know, they got the best shot right now as they have the whole thing with James and Quay, in my opinion. I am not ready to say Auburn's the leader. I'm not ready to say anything of that nature. I think Alabama's the leader. Yeah. But I think Auburn is coming up really strong, and, and they've been there the whole time. It's not like they're they've been out of it and now they're in it. They've been in it, but but they're really starting to ramp things up with them and, and make them, you know, think. Man, I got I got two weeks here. Is that my choice? I, I think they're thinking about it pretty hard right now. Um, Keldrick Falk, too. So when you're looking at the D-line and, and you're looking at all these guys that are gone and you got like five or six guys coming back that and a lot of them hadn't even played, uh, that's huge. That's a huge selling point. I think Hugh Freeze and Jeremy Garrett are really pushing that and, and making and it's making sense to those guys. Jay Head, can you imagine a class of Wilkie Denod, Clay Russaw, James Smith, Keldrick Falk, Darren Reed? Mm. Jeffrey, that would be the best defensive line class, I think. At least on paper. On paper in Auburn history, or would match the class of two five stars with Derek Brown and Marlon mm-hmm. Davidson it would equal that level of star power, but potentially be even deeper. Yep. That's, that's hard to fathom. And if that were to come to pass, I think you would have to tip your hat to Hugh Freeze and Jeremy Garrett, and then a double tip of the hat to OTV. Absolutely. And don't forget Zach Etheridge because he has been there. Oh, he is yep. the area recruiter for Keldrick Falk, for James and Quay. And he's yeah. been there a long time. And I asked Keldrick Falk, you know, I know 
the main thing you tell me every time about Florida State, and we talk a lot about it, is is that they have been there from ninth grade. Okay. So mm-hmm. who else has been there that long or as long or close to as long? He said, Zach Etheridge. Zach Etheridge has been on me for a long time too. And his longtime recruiter for Alabama, Charles Kelly, is now headed to Colorado to join Prime. Or that is in the works. I don't think anything's official. So that's somebody that was in the middle of it, and now they're not. Now, I don't know how much that would swing them from Alabama, but to your, to, to your point, Cole, relationships do matter. Sure. I'm um, especially if everything else is, all, is equal. Yeah, I don't think you'd see so many guys hitting the portal from schools where there's coaching changes if relationships didn't matter still, right? Absolutely. Well said. Hey, you know what? Uh, um, speaking of Zach Etheridge, speaking of defense, Tell you what, man, I was putting the hot board together. Today's Thursday, by the way, guys, listening. Um, we are recording this on Thursday. We're going to publish it Friday morning. Uh, <clears throat> putting the hot board together this morning, that defensive back class, and I've, I've upped my percentages uh, yeah. on, on just about all of the top guys. And, man, we talk yeah. about defensive line. Linebacker, even if you get Stan Quan Clark and Brian Longwell, I mean, you're not raising a lot of eyebrows with those two. No. Okay. But you're raising a lot of eyebrows with that defensive line class, including those edges and the defensive tackles, Darren Reed, James Smith. Wow. Uh, yes. And then yes. you look at Keldrick Falk and Quay Russo. Wow. Everybody else is a bonus. Yeah. You look at the defensive back class, you've got J.C. Hart committed. You've got Tyler Scott on the men. You've got um, Kay and Lee. You've got Tony Mitchell. There's another cornerback I'm, I'm bringing. Colton Hood. Colton Hood coming in this weekend for an official visit. So you got Colton Hood, uh, Kay and Lee, Tyler Scott, all wows. Tony Mitchell at safety, another wow. Yeah. Uh, to go along with Terrence Love, who was already committed and locked in. Yep. What a defensive class this could be. Jeffrey, if we hit the high end – that is a Will Muschamp esque type class. Yeah. That is a what was it? What was that? Two thousand six, I guess. I the two thousand six class. I think it was six. Six or seven, but and that class led to Auburn being competitive. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like I for mean, years. for years, Kevin Steele built the backbone of his defense off of that class. Yeah. Because you had Jeff Holland, Derek Brown. Multiple defensive backs, Carlton Davis. I mean, just star-studded across the board, and this defense has an opportunity. If you were to sign that class, you can build off that class for years, 100%. I mean, deep and talented. Yeah. Let's look at the offensive class right now uh, because we've got some new guys. We were expecting this. Some new targets are emerging, some old uh, being removed. I thought the wide receiver class – I purged it on the hot board this morning. Yep. The uh, offensive of Chance Fitzgerald was taken off. We know Adam Hopkins decommitted. Um, who was the other wide receiver? Took off. Uh, let's see. You took off multiple. Oh, the kid from South Florida, Edward uh, Joseph, not Joseph. Yeah, Lamar Seymour. Lamar Seymour. That's it. Lamar Seymour was been has been removed. Has been removed. So that wide receiver group has. Uh, a new guy, though, right? Eric Singleton, Jr. Yeah. It's an interesting Eric player. Singleton, who's committed to West, Western Kentucky. He's from Douglasville, South Paulding. And, um, you know, 
he's committed to Western Kentucky. Auburn offered him, and then I don't know if you all saw this, but earlier Thursday, Texas A&M offered him. Yep. So he is a guy on the rise after a, a senior season. Um, running backs, Jeremiah Cobb, we talked about. How about the new offer in Jamarion Wilcox from Douglas, Douglasville, Georgia? Yep, yeah. he's also from South Paulding. Are they, oh, that same school? I don't think they're the same school. I know that, that, that Wilcox is from South Paulding for sure. Let me take a look at the other one. I got him right here, Jay Head. Uh, uh, South Paulding. He's from Alexander. Alexander, same city, different schools. Right. Okay. And we knew Auburn. We know Auburn was in that city on Monday, going by getting those, uh, getting a good look at these guys on the hoof. So new offers to a wide receiver, new offer to a running back, and then the quarterback situation. We didn't think Auburn would sign a, a high school quarterback, and they still might not. Keith Niebuhr reported. Kewan Jenkins was basically told by Cadillac, or at least his father was, that, hey, man, he's just not the guy Hugh Freeze was looking for. Mm-hmm. I guess it stopped short of a decommitment, but I didn't even list the kid on my quarterback board. To me, it felt like Carnell was telling the father, we're, we're dropping him. Yeah. Right. And, and, and the kid didn't get the hint. And so he's like, oh, I hope they, you know, I hope I can go in for an official visit. Because to me, I consider the kid decommitted. I consider him parted um but the new name on the quarterback board is hank brown who is from lipscomb academy in nashville tennessee he was committed to hugh freeze at liberty he has yet to get an offer but he's been in contact with is it kent austin or austin kent Ken austin. austin he's been in contact with him and is coming in <clears throat> i believe keith reported sunday that's correct sunday for a visit probably he's a big kid he's six foot four yeah, big kid, big arm. Um, not, it, I've watched his tape, so he's not. I mean, he's not a a, a statue in the pocket, but not overly mobile. Um, not a guy that's you know of the same capacity of a, of a Robbie Ashford by any means. Right. Yeah, but a very capable thrower. Somebody that I think has the ability to hit it at all points in the passing game, um, specifically down the field. So. I could see value there. I could also see them not offering you and, and yeah. potentially, you know, holding that spot for somebody else and maybe taking two transfer portal quarter, excuse me, transfer portal quarterbacks. So it, it, I, I guess it's probably going to be an ongoing evaluation as to what does the other staff think of him beyond Hugh Freeze, beyond Ken Austin? You know, what does everybody else think? And how does he mesh with the other kids in this class? Yeah, and another guy that I I'm think, getting mixed on. I'm sorry, Cole, let me throw this in there because We'll come back. But a mixed reviews on that Marcel Reed kid who's committed to Ole Miss. I believe he is from Nashville as well. That's correct. Bell Academy, I think. He's committed to, uh, you know, I know C. Will Frong from 24-7, national guy, all over, wonderful guy, wonderful reporter. Um, Had Hugh Freeze going for an in-home visit earlier this week, and I checked on that, and I was told that Auburn is – there are some guys at Auburn at least that's not very high on this kid at all. And they didn't think the in-home visit would happen and it didn't. And then uh, th- today, Thursday, Will Frong was reporting that Marcel Reed's coming in for an official visit. I haven't been able to confirm that at least as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really moving on that yet. I'm okay. sure I'll have something on uh, Friday, more, uh, Friday in, in the war room. So y'all be on the lookout for that. But Cole, let's go back to uh, uh, Hank Brown. I believe you were talking about him. I was just going to say, I, I think 
Auburn's going portal for quarterback. I really do, regardless. But uh, yeah. you first probably came in being a quarterback guy and having mm-hmm. Ken Austin coming as well and goes, y'all don't, y'all don't have a quarterback committed in 2023? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You have to. You have to do this. you got to have, you know, stacked, uh, you know, years and talent there at each position. I mean, you, there's so many positions like that. He's probably going, hey, are you kidding me? How do we not? How do we not have a guy here? How do we not have a guy in place? How do you not have targets here? So that's probably why you're seeing these names emerge and, and they're going, it's not just we got to have somebody. We're going to find somebody that's good enough and we're going to bring them in, but we're going to go yeah. for Right. Uh, I think, I think we'll get to the portal in a minute. Um, <clears throat> finishing the rundown on offense, <clears throat> offensive tackle, <clears throat> been some shakeups there. Tight end, I'm skipping over that because nothing really changed there. Jelani Thurman's still there. You know, Kamari and Pimpton, I, I just don't know what to do with these guys right now. I haven't heard a lot on them. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the focus at tight end is on uh, Mayweather kid from FIU, the three-year um, transfer, who's got three years of eligibility left. Man, Auburn is absolutely high. We'll get back to him in a minute, but let's finish high school offense. Juco and high school offensive tackles. Isaiah uh, Miller, uh, who Auburn under Harson kicked the tires on, and he didn't really reciprocate the interest. But with Hugh Freeze in town, Jake Thornton, he's Isaiah mm-hmm. Miller was com- is is committed to Ole Miss under Jake Thornton. Well, now Jake Thornton is at Auburn. Auburn is making a very big push for him. I think there's a very legit shot there. He is the number one junior college offensive tackle, potentially a day one starter at Auburn. And another guy, guys, that I've had on the board for a long time under Harson, but Auburn really didn't make much of a move with, was Isaiah Jada. Yada, uh, who, the, the uh, big OT from yep. no college out in uh, Utah, committed to South Carolina, but Auburn's been on him. Those two guys, I've been told, are um, – are, are, are two guys to really keep an eye on. And I've dropped Keyshawn Blackstock, okay. who Auburn's been on for a long time. I don't think – man, I was – I'd received some conflicting re- feedback, not reports, but feedback on him. But it still seems like he's falling down the board, whereas Isaiah Miller and Isaiah Yada have moved up the board. So two guys there to keep an eye on. Uh, your high school tackles at this point, Stanton Ramil. Uh, Bo Hughley and some other guys that I just I don't know I don't see it happening as of today. No. Uh, interior guys I think we're all a little bit more excited about because we've seen the resurgence of DJ Chester. We've yes. seen we're seeing a resurgence of Connor Lou, the stud tackle. I mean stud center. Yes. Who committed to Miami over Auburn? Shockingly to some, back in the late summer I believe. Yep. You got Clay Whedon locked in. You got Braden Joyner locked in, and now you could possibly add DJ Chester, steal him away from LSU. I think it's fifty-fifty at this point, to be honest with you. And uh, and, and it's getting to that point with Connor Lou. There is some very uh, optimistic feelings about Lou right now. However, they have, those were the same feelings they had when he committed to Miami. Yeah. So those two guys um, on the interior offensive line going to be going to be ones to watch. If they come in, in the next two weeks, it would be good to get both of those guys back on campus. Um, yeah. Turning quickly, guys, before we get to the transfer portal, though, man, I, uh, I want to uh, 
thank our sponsor, give give them some air time. Man, prize picks has been so much fun for us this whole season, and it's going to continue uh, throughout the offseason because you can play anything, any sport, uh, Major League Baseball like it's playing right now, uh, NFL, NBA, you can do it all. Uh, prize picks, y'all download the, the app, use the promo code War Eagle, all caps, one word. They will match up to 100 bucks uh, of your first dep- deposit. Um, it's the best way to have, have action on the games on, in 70% of the United States. It's, uh, and you just pick two to five players. It gives you a, a projection on what they can do, and you either pick more or less, 50-50 shot, and you can win 10 times your money on any entry. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we were, we were taking over uh, more or less on Tank Bigsby, on Robbie Ashford. Now with the college season winding down, we can turn to the NFL as well as the NBA and uh, any other sports that you watch. Hell, they even got women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, NASCAR, tennis, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, even got cricket, if that's your thing. Crazy. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, download Prize Picks today. Play daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure to use the promo code War Eagle, all caps, one word. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Cole and I have had a uh, had a lot of fun this season playing Prize Picks, man, and, and won some money doing it. Yeah, I've I've had fun. Probably a little bit more fun than success, but some success as well. Well, <laughs> y'all check it out, man. A lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Prize Picks. Check it out on your app store. Download it. War Eagle, all caps, one word. Guys, turning to the transfer portal, uh, man, what a week it has been for the transfer portal. It officially opened yeah. on Monday, and we've seen a lot more guys go in, uh, still waiting on some positions to materialize. Quarterback, there's not really much happening there, mm-hmm. although Albert is you know, taking a, a wait-and-see approach. They're expecting some guys to go in. There's also a running back they're keeping an eye on to see if he goes in, uh, but nothing at this time. Uh, starting with the defense, guys. Defensive tackle, Auburn offered Caleb Banks yes. from Louisville. Transferred with two years. And I think there was a report today that he may visit this weekend. I've yet to confirm that, but that's an, a guy to keep an eye on. And then Braden Fiske is another guy to keep an eye on from Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it as far as that goes. Uh, we've seen Auburn offer Andre Carter, the edge from Western Michigan, who is teammates with the Brisky guy, or the Fiske guy, Braden Fiske. Braden Fiske or Braden Fiske? I, you know, I don't know, Jeff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you lead the way on that till we get corrected by somebody. Oh, so at some point, I was going Fisk. <laughs> well, if he was Carlton's son, I would know. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, but Fisk, we'll go with Fisk because it's probably wrong. Fisk and Andre Carter, stud defensive lineman at Western Michigan. Auburn has offered Carter, showing interest in Fisk. Um, other guys on at the edge position, with all with multiple years remaining to play. Trace Ford from Oklahoma State, Ton Mice, Adelaide. I think I'm saying that right, but you know that's wrong. From A and M, and and then we we've seen a couple of linebackers. I don't think Auburn's really crazy about them right now. Uh, you could probably say uh, just say that for a lot of these guys, but there is interest. Auburn's going to do a lot of vetting with these guys. No offers. Justin Flo from Oregon, Sergio Allen from Clemson. Desan McCullough from uh, Indiana. Defensive backs, there's a lot of guys, uh, not a lot, but there's, there's a, there are a few guys in the portal already that Auburn is trending up with, in my opinion. Uh, they haven't offered these guys, but keep an eye on J.Q. Hardaway from Cincinnati, yep. former stud uh, standout at Phoenix City down the road, Central High School, and then Fentrell Cypress from Virginia. Yep. Uh, 
no offers yet for those guys. Stupid dog. Um, but uh, but definitely keep an eye on that. Quarterbacks, like I said, no nobody's moving the needle yet. Running backs, nobody's moving the needle. Wide receivers, we've got some big news. As yeah. far as wide receivers go, Auburn has offered Ra Ra Thomas, Mississippi State transfer with two years to play. Guys, did he did he have a good game against Auburn? Uh, he had a touchdown for sure in the corner of the end zone over there. I think he pulled his hamstring on it, correct, Cole? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. But you're talking about a prototypical ex-wide receiver, Jeffrey. I think he had over 30 catches for 600-plus yards and six touchdowns this year. Really looks like a a little bit slimmer version of Seth Williams, the way he attacks the football in the air. He's the kind of guy that we've been missing. He's a playmaker, a guy that can command double teams, has the ability to go up and, and you know, make plays in phase. Um, just the kind of receiver we haven't had in the past. I mean, look, I'm not trying to knock Shedrick Jackson here, but he can't make plays like that. Camden Brown has that capability, but he's young. He's still learning. So having a guy like Ra Ra Thomas in front of him that can give him that time to be able to, you know, continue to grow and progress because he wasn't a, a – a finished product when he got to Auburn. He's still learning the game so. So having a guy in front of him that's that seasoned that can go in and be the man right away and allow Camden to kind of slowly come around, it would be huge for us. It's a game changer. A guy like Ra Ra Thomas is worth a win or two in the SEC next year. Are we yeah. talking about six uh, taller than six feet with cleats on? Cleats on? We're taller, a little taller than six two with cleats on. Oh. Okay, there's your ex, right? Yeah, that's your ex. He is. Uh, he visited Auburn Thursday. Um, word is he's going to be back potentially next week. Georgia is going to be tough to beat. Ole Miss is in there as well. Uh, Tennessee's kind of hanging on, but I think it's those four schools: Auburn, Auburn and Georgia, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. Uh, oh, there we go. We were waiting on that. Ashley Williams, as we're talking, as we're recording, Ashley Williams, the four-star edge. It really didn't have four-star interest no. as, uh, has decommitted. We've been saying this since last week that it was going to happen. Uh, he's finally done. So, so there you go. Um, wasn't, was, wasn't counting on him anyways. Matter of fact, when I was naming the edges earlier, <laughs> I left him off. Yeah, I know, man. I didn't, I didn't even notice. Um, but, uh, keeping it going, Rara Thomas, uh, yes. definitely going to be a guy to watch. He is absolutely a top target for Auburn. Auburn. They will roll out the red carpet for him if they haven't already. And I know uh, on to victory will be a uh, NIL will be a big deal for him. And on to victory will be there to make sure that that's not the reason he chooses Auburn. A couple of other guys to keep an eye on at wide receiver. Christian Leary, uh, yes. who's got three years to play at Alabama. He is transferring. Auburn is definitely interested in him. Has not offered Dante Thornton from Oregon. Man, Auburn thinks this kid is really good. Um, he, I think it's been reported that he might visit this weekend as well. I have yet to confirm that, but that'll be something I look at, um, look more into for the war room. Dorian Singer from Arizona is another kid to watch at uh, at wide receiver. We talked about uh, tight ends in the portal earlier when we were going over high school. Some of the reason I think Auburn's not pushing for anyone other than Jelani Thurman at this point is because you've got oh. It, I thought Fair, Rivaldo Fairweather from Florida International, I thought he had three years to play, but apparently he only has two. Well, I'll take either which way. I think, I think the kid from Shorter 
has three years to play, the other tight end. Okay. I, I think that's the difference. Kyle Murlock. Yes. Well, I've got them down. I, I need to look that up because uh, I, I got that wrong in the tracker if that's the case. But, hey, Fairweather, Auburn has been all over this kid. Thinks he, I mean, thinks he, they may not get him more than one year. I mean, they, they really they really think he is really good, an NFL guy, long NFL career ahead of him, very uh, athletic. We saw uh, Ben Agamaya go for mm-hmm. an home visit with him earlier this week. He's coming for a visit next weekend uh, before signing day. Doesn't seem like he's in a hurry to make a commitment or anything like that, but, man, I, I feel like Auburn's the, the, the big team to beat for him. Yeah. I we'll would see. agree. I think the only other team I've heard even sniffing around – not sniffing around, but that I consider somebody I'd worry about is I did hear Florida State was trying to slowly work into the mix there. So that's somebody that who needs a tight end that's had a good season this past year. But I think Auburn was in so quick. I mean, when you see kids – and here's the connection, obviously. Freeze played against FIU first game right. of the year. The head coach at FIU is Mike McIntyre. Yeah. Hugh Freeze once worked for at San Jose State for about three months. Know each other very well hmm. as far as that's concerned. And so, if you know, if Freeze needed a recommendation on the kid, I'm sure he got one. Um, and I don't think McIntyre can complain when a kid that's of his capability decides, you know what, I want to go up a level. You know, I'm, I'm ready to see what, I, what it's like against the big boys. And that's, that's, that's what it's going to end up being, uh, those G5 schools. It's, it's the minor leagues for the big dogs, right? It is. I know Zach probably Zach in the back don't want to hear that. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 almost. I mean, the transfer portal, the the one time transfer, immediate eligibility, the NIL, all that, man, it's 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 going to make this. It already has made this. But I'm uh, I'm worried about the JUCOs. Yeah. I'm worried about the G5s, and uh, because that's, it's it's almost going to be well. I, I didn't get to the Power Five out of high school, so let me go try out at the G5 and see if I can't make the team after a year or two. Um, Okay, here we go. Getting down to the the, the nitty-gritty, folks. Offensive linemen. We know it's going to be a huge transfer portal class. I tell you, a lot of guys have entered the portal. Uh, I think I saw four or five Alabama offensive linemen enter the portal. Auburn has reached out, or I don't know if they've reached out, but they're definitely interested in at least three of them. Uh, in the interior offensive line, you've got Javian Cohen, former mm-hmm. Auburn commitment, excuse me, from uh, Phoenix City Central, who is in the portal with two years to play. He's more of an inside guy from what I've been told. A couple of other guys, uh, Michael Fortney from Wisconsin, uh, Andre yep. Carrick. I know I didn't say that right. Ben Coleman. No offers out yet, but those four guys on the interior line, keep an eye on them. They Auburn believes that they could make impacts, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for guys who have experience, who could come in and help right away. That's priority number one. However, that's not Auburn's only priority in the portal when it comes to offensive linemen, and here's why. Jordan Brown, offensive tackle from Charlotte. He's got three years to play. Auburn offered him on Wednesday. He's coming in for a visit this weekend. And he's got three years to play. He's a guy. He, he's a, he's a depth guy. He's a, he's an improve your depth. Floor. Yeah, you're you're moving your floor up. I bring it there in. You, there you go. Perfectly said. Jordan Brown, three years at Charlotte. He could play inside, but they they really think he is the t- a tackle um, that's going to come in, maybe be a second string guy for a year or two, and then be the starter for a year or two um, down the road. 
So I, I like that Auburn's looking not just for the immediate impact guys. You've got to have that depth, which Auburn doesn't have, not not quality depth at least. Uh, so looking at the offensive tackles, you've got two offers that we're aware of, Jordan Brown, who's coming in this weekend, a Johnny Cornelius, who we've talked about on yeah. other shows this week, but he is absolutely the top offensive tackle transfer target for Auburn. He's from Rhode Island. He's got – or he's at Rhode Island, transferring from Rhode Island. Two years to play. Joe Bernardi, uh, Jake Thornton both flew to – I think he's originally from New York somewhere. Uh, but they, they flew up north to go visit Johnny Cornelius today, uh, Thursday, and hope to get him on campus as soon as possible. Those two guys – we've confirmed have offers from Auburn, some other guys to keep an eye on um, as far as interest, interest from Auburn is concerned is Amari Kite from Alabama, the former five-star offensive tackle from Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damian George is another kid from uh, Alabama that Auburn's interested in. Miles Hinton from Stanford, who is originally from Atlanta. Is, he, is that the kid who – he commit to Utah or something? I don't know. I Miles. honestly don't. Yeah, Miles Hinton. I think he's still undecided, but he's maybe. Okay, okay. There, there was another guy that committed to Utah. I took him off the board already. Okay. Uh, Bram Walden from Oregon. He is uh, very good. The guy, uh, Auburn's Gunner Britton from Western Kentucky. Auburn's obviously familiar with him. They've got tape on him from their game earlier this season. Mm-hmm. He's got one year. He's a grad transfer guy. One year, not too crazy about him right now. I think he's sliding on the board with all these other guys moving in and moving up. Uh, but man, I, this is going to continue to grow. This has been the first week of transfer portal. A lot of guys already in it, but I think they've got what Jay, January nineteenth, or is that the? So it's the it's forty five days they've got to enter the transfer portal as far as that's concerned. So it's a forty five day window from. The first day, which was December the 5th. Right. So 45 days after that. So a little bit into mid-January, you've got to enter the, the transfer portal. 20, let's see, 26 days in December. Right. That leaves you with 19 days. Yeah, January 19th. That's, that's your last day. And I think that coincides with you got for like Tank Bigsy to, to declare for the NFL. Yes, I think it's I think it's around the same January sixteenth, January nineteenth, somewhere right in there. <laughs> Zach in the back said the FCS slander will not be tolerated. Zach's up there in Bozeman, man. That's my second home. <laughs> he is in some chilly weather, isn't that right, big dog? Hey, oh, here's Keith. Look at here. I heard big dog. Hey, <laughs> I'll just be in order here. Yeah, it's been busy, man. I, you know, um, trying to keep track of everything, you know. Man, it's a lot going on, isn't it? Yeah, today's not been fun, I'll be honest with you. Thursday, uh, end of the week, in-home visits, official visits, uh, unofficial visits, offers going out, mm-hmm. uh, new targets emerging, old targets fading. Yep. It's, it's, been, it's been a hectic, hectic week, and today was no different. What you got for us, Keith? Nothing. I just had to publish that Ashley Williams decommit story. Uh, we knew it was coming. We wrote about it uh, several days ago. But, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, this is a kid that was committed in a, to Nebraska at one time. So, you know, he gave up that, to, and they had a coach fired. 
and then he, you know, he committed to Auburn, and now then they had a coach fired, and you know, you didn't know what the staff, what direction the staff was going to go. He's seen as being a kind of a high upside guy, so you thought, well, maybe, maybe he'd be a guy they'd keep. But uh, yeah, mutual parting of the ways, which is a polite way of saying that the the staff said, hey, we think you ought to look at other options, um, and he is, and you know, Washington's interested in him. Tulane wouldn't be a bad option. He's a high IQ kid. That program's moving up. You know, I think Tulane and I think it's time that I wouldn't be – if Tulane keeps this up, I'm just telling you, somebody like the Big 12 is going to come call them. Yeah. Uh, because well, – yeah. You got the well, New Orleans That's fans. a popular trip for your fans, right? Mm-hmm. Where would you rather go? No offense, Morgantown or New Orleans for the weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, right. but Tulane hasn't – you know, they were averaging next to nothing in crowds just five years ago. So, but, but I think he'll have some options. He's a high upside guy. He's got some potential. Um uh, a, a good guy to build a program around in the sense that he's a good team guy too. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a ton going on. I mean, uh, uh, was it Hank Brown, the Liberty quarterback, former Liberty quarterback commits going to visit this weekend? You know, we didn't know, is this a preferred walk on deal or, you know, what's the deal? I mean, you know, he was committed to Liberty. That's not a power five program. They won eight games, lost to New Mexico state. You know, where are they at? Uh, but he said that his top two are Auburn and UAB. And he thinks Auburn may offer. He's optimistic. He's getting good vibes. He says, Ken Austin, who we reported last night, was on the staff uh, handling quarterbacks in the interim and may ultimately be the QB coach. Um, he came from Liberty, and he recruited him there, and he, he's told this kid he thinks he's special. Maybe maybe they see something in him that a lot of the other big schools haven't. Uh, and UAB, obviously, I can't believe I'm saying this, Trent Dilfer is now the head coach at UAB. And that was this kid's high school coach at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville. So uh, he's got, you know, at the very least, he can go to UAB, but – He's going to come down Sunday on an unofficial visit and see see what happens, see how it goes. And let me tell you something, if Auburn offers him, I, yeah, that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, whether or not they offer him. Quarterback, they already have a quarterback committed, Kewan Jenkins. And this one's really crazy because Tuesday night, Cadillac Williams called his dad and said, hey, we really like your film. Hugh Freeze likes your film, but Hugh doesn't think you're the guy for the program. So that was a bad night. The next day, Christian Robinson was at the school – um, and the word is, according to Kewan Jenkins, that, that uh, when I guess they met with him after, I don't, I don't know how that all goes, but um, that uh, Christian Robinson relayed to the Miami Central people that there are some people at Auburn that still want Kewan Jenkins. So the kid doesn't know what to do. He's kind of getting mixed signals right now. But obviously if the head coach is, te- is relaying it to kind of like waves to your dad that, you know, you're, you're probably not the guy I'm looking for that would not seem to bode well for Kiwan Jenkins. So there's a lot to still to still go at this quarterback position. I think they got to sign one and bring in one or two portal guys. We learned before Zach Calzada left the program, we learned that it was headed that way. And right. that, that, that Freeze was high on Ashford on his potential and then also on Holden Gurner and didn't hold Calzada in the same regard. But that would leave you with two. You got to have another scholarship quarterback, right? At least. And, and they, I mean, just in the high school class, we don't know of any JUCO guys out there um, in the portal. And there's a lot of them in the portal. And, and there'll be more down the road, too. But it's, um, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting to look ahead two, three, four, five, eight weeks to see all the new names that come in. Right. And, you know, who do they have connections to? And I don't know. It's, it's very hard to track. I'm going to be honest with you, everybody. Keith, going back to Kiwan, man, I told this. Yeah. Jay Head and Cole uh, earlier in the show, man, it sounds to me like this is just going off of your reporting. Cadillac was basically 
mutually parting ways with him, and he didn't get and, and Kiwan didn't get the hint, and 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 then you know Christian Robinson's down there recruiting Stan Juan and and Ruben, yeah, and you know almost to make it feel a little better, it's like hey, you know, there's some guys that like you, yeah. you know, don't give up, keep pushing, yeah. you know, basically encourage, but. To me, Cadillac Williams's message to Kiwan Jenkins' his father was deuces. Yeah, and it's tricky because um, – I don't consider him a commitment, by the way. Yeah, well, uh, it's tricky. I'm going to tell you why, because this kid is real popular down there, okay? Mm-hmm. He's about to win – maybe win another state championship. They got a tough game ahead. Uh, that would be three in a row. He's got a lot prominent program in Miami. He's got a ton of Division I teammates, a ton of friends – seven-on-seven seven and such, and it's tricky. It's hard, man. If you don't want the guy in your program, though, what are you going to do, you know? You tell, him, you tell him he's not the guy. The mistake Auburn made was probably taking his commitment a couple weeks I, ago. Absolutely. I don't blame the kid at all. No. I'm not blaming anybody. I, I'm just – I mean, things happen, right? You, you do things, yeah. and, and the next day you regret them. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It's just, yeah, in hindsight, maybe that wasn't the greatest way to go. And I will um, say this, Rock yeah. Bell and Tony didn't want to do it, didn't want to take that kid's yeah. commitment because of this exact reason right here. Well, and here's why, because it puts you in a t- as a program in a difficult spot of having to tell a kid, you know, and knowing that there could be repercussions in Miami. I mean, if this kid's as popular as everybody says he is down there, does that hurt you with other guys? It could. Uh, it, it might not. You know, people sometimes say, oh, my God, they're never going to go into this school again because the way Jeffrey Lee was treated. And then right. two years later, you signed five guys out of the same school. I mean, you know, people have short memories uh, for the most part. But, I, you know, you just don't know. But in the, in the short term, what does that mean for his teammates, linebacker Stan Quan Clark, uh, who was committed to Louisville? <laughs> well, that's probably – I mean, I don't know. That, that's going to be a tricky one. And Auburn's got some real juice with that one because – uh, Christian Robinson has liked the kid for a long time. He likes the kid. Then you got Reuben Bain at that same school. People think he's now maybe trending to Miami. Uh, he was disappointed that Rock Bell and Tony was fired by by Hugh Freeze. And and then you've got the, the fourth guy, the receiver, Lamar Seymour. We haven't heard anything about in the last week. I'm not sure that's the direction Auburn's going. Yeah. So there's a you know there's a lot going on right now. And then today we we just learned that. Uh, DJ Chester is no was going to fish the offensive lineman, first offensive lineman that Auburn's heavily in on in Georgia. He's no longer visiting FSU this weekend, so that would lead you to believe that he's down to two Auburn and FSU. Auburn's trying to get him on campus next weekend, but the word is that he may visit LSU next weekend. Now, could he go to LSU on an unofficial? Hey, you know what's along the way on the highway back to Atlanta from LSU? You like that up that road? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we've seen some crazy recruitments before. So you know if he does visit LSU next weekend and he drives, and we don't know that he's going to drive, you better believe Auburn's coaches are going to be on the phone with them the whole time, texting before, after, during, trying to get them to stop just for just a little bit longer on the way back in Auburn. So I'll meet, I'll meet you at 85 on exit. <laughs> there's so much – I mean, there's so much going on right now, you know. Uh, it's just – And on so many different levels, high school, junior college, yeah. uh Transfer portal, new offers like we were talking about. Yeah, Jeffrey, yesterday you and I were saying, and and Cole and Jay, I'm sorry, I'll be done in a minute. We were saying, you know, it looks like Auburn's not going after guys that got all the stars in high school. They're going after the guys that are producing. But then they've offered a few guys that ain't produced much at all, but looking at that potential, like the lineman from Charlotte. He didn't play a lot of snaps last year. They won one game. 
He wasn't a full-time starter. They won one game. So they're seeing something that Charlotte didn't see. And by the way, that doesn't mean they're wrong. But so even that's changing by the, by the hour, really. Okay, well, there's a big need there. And gosh, it's already December 8th. They got to be in school in four weeks. I mean, you know, time's limited. Uh, at a certain point, you got to take some guys just to take some guys, too. So it, it's real interesting right now. This defensive lineman, you mentioned Caleb Banks. Blue. Yeah. I don't think he was a full-time starter, was he, Jay Head? I, I, I don't believe he was. He's a big kid. He only played 70 snaps, I believe, all season. Had yeah. one sack. But my understanding of this, kind of with the transfer portal, it's a free agency period for them where they can kind of – they see deficiencies in the classes for the last four years where they need to put people in these classes to kind of keep talent aligned so that you're not – misshaping a class or you're overloading a class that's going to keep you from being able to continuously bring in 25 kids. So I think what you're seeing is some kind of piecemealing some of the decisions that were made in the previous, in the two previous administrations, particularly at offensive line and defensive line where you have some real gaping holes. So finding guys that kind of meet the, the age or the, or the gray or the class of what you need in combination with the talent. Yeah is really kind of a puzzle piece they're trying to fit together. And I think Cole can probably speak to that as well. That's, that goes to the phrase you've used several times, Jayhead, is layering. Yes. Uh, layering your guys, layering your years and your talent and whatever. Um, I mean, it's like Robbie Ashford had been in, in college for two years, but they referred to him as a freshman. Right. On, on TV. And they do that's, – that's his year, like freshman as a football player. So – there's plenty of players to get in the portal that you can basically take as a freshman or a sophomore and have years out of and, and put them in the depth chart if you can if you can get those guys. And that's why you're probably seeing guys like uh, Ashley Williams decommit and and these other guys, Jamarian Harkless, Adam Hopkins. There's really no need to go overboard in your high school class when there's so many people in the portal that could layer your depth. Listen, I talked to uh... – Adam Hopkins' dad called me the other night, the four-star receiver that decommitted from Auburn or parted ways with Auburn, and he said, man, it's harder to find a spot than we thought. You know, it's yeah. people are taking the older guys. They're, they're going and getting guys that actually have already been there and done that a little bit, yeah. um, even, if, even if only a little bit. Uh, so it's interesting, but I think people just – you know, one thing we've all said, I th- we all thought there would be more big-name guys entering the portal. Yeah, or I don't. Yeah, exactly. They, and they may still, but um, and I, the other concern when I saw that all those al- offensive linemen left left Alabama in the last week, I thought, oh God, they they they're coming. They're 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 going to be. You, you know, you you think you only have to deal with Alabama, <laughs> the you know, with the high school and the junior college kids, and now yeah. now they're going. You know, everybody is. Auburn has saved up money. Jeffrey hates the word war chest, but Auburn has saved. You know, Auburn had a bunch of nil money. But it turns out all these other schools do too, and Auburn's got more needs than a lot of these other schools. So Auburn's got its work cut out. Doesn't mean it can't be done. These are, we we've heard good things about people behind the scenes. We know Hugh Freeze knows how to build the program. Uh, these are smart guys, okay? But let's let's not kid ourselves here. There, there's some there's some real work to be done to get this thing together. But now he is telling people that he thinks that that they expect to be significantly improved in year one. That he's not he's not behind the scenes telling people, hey, give me I'm gonna need some time here, guys. Now he's saying, in year one, competitive, okay, 
And you want to hear that from your coach. Now, he hadn't said that necessarily publicly, but that's what we're hearing from people behind the scenes. Two things, and you hit a very interesting point, Keith, about not enough big-time stars potentially hitting the portal at this point or stars at positions where Auburn may need them. Right. I've got a theory on this, and you guys tell me what you think, but I think portal season is kind of divided up into three, right? Like you've got tampering portal season where all this talk and communication was happening, and then you have renegotiation season where some of these guys say, hey, coach, Team X – you know, I, I need this number or I'm going to need to jump into the portal. Yeah. And then once that renegotiation happens, well, either they enter the portal or they don't at that point. And I think that's kind of what you're seeing some. But it's potentially some of these quote-unquote war chests are being used for retention. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's – it's. but you, then you start thinking, well, I mean, Auburn's just got so many spots that you, you, they that need to be filled through the portal. Um doesn't mean it can't be done. And here's the good thing. You know, you look at the NFL draft, you look at the Super Bowl, and they list all the starters in the Super Bowl. They all ain't from Notre Dame and SC. Bethune-Cook, Wofford, Tusculum, Sacramento State, San Jose State, Jacksonville State. I mean, you know what I mean? So there's plenty of individual players out there from other schools. I mean, Auburn got Casey Dunn from Jacksonville State and got Jeff Driscoll from UMass. So, but the difference, no. Jeff Driscoll was uh, your – your quarterback while you were at Florida. Jack Driscoll. Uh, Jack Driscoll. Jack. Driscoll. Jack. Yeah. He was never my quarterback, okay? <laughs> and by the way, uh, they're both in the NFL, but Jack Driscoll ended up being an NFL guy. You know, yeah. he's, he's with the Eagles. But point being that, that, of course, back then you didn't have everybody going after these guys like they are now. Right. And so they're out there. These guys from Western – people are probably thinking, God, we offer guys from Western Michigan. What in the – what in the what is going on here? Well, every team has got a couple guys like that. Yep. Um, they just don't have what, – what separates them from an Auburn is they don't have the depth, obviously. But every team's got a couple guys. So sure. Auburn's trying to identify these guys, get in there with them early. With this kid from uh, – that Jeffrey's been talking about from Rhode Island, Johnny Cornelius, the big offensive tackle. Get in as early as possible because, man, the, the elite guys like that, the rush is just – wow. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, you know, maybe they can fill some of their needs and, and then, you know, we'll see what happens moving forward. I think if they could, it, to use kind of a, a metaphor here, Auburn would like to treat the transfer portal as like a Ryan's buffet and kind of fill up there. And the high school talent would be that nice pecan pie there on the very end and kind of top it off with some really good high school talent. I think that's kind of what they would like to do to kind of layer and piece this thing together, if at all possible, just because the relationships at the high school level, and we've talked about some of those top-tier targets. Maybe the staff can pull it off with these guys. Maybe they can't. But with the transfer portal guys, a lot of them are on more even footing than some of these high school players are coming in on at this point. But the problem is when you go to Ryan's Steakhouse after you eat there for a while, two hours later you're, you're crying in the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> you hope you hope that you know, after week four you're killing me teeth you're killing me you hope that after week four of next season hugh freeze isn't crying in his office you know what i mean mm. yeah, they, they, they have a plan it's pretty obvious they have a plan i mean i mean that doesn't necessarily mean you know everybody that's coming in but they, they kind of they understand what they need to do and yeah. um and every day there's a few more guys entering the portal um and they're look they're already in it with a few guys we think they're going to get rivaldo fairweather right 
That knocks off one position right there. And essentially, Landon King is is sort of like him, you know, same, uh, you know, leaner tight end. Uh, that, would, that would be a huge addition. I mean, tight ends are so important now, you know, they're just incredibly important. So that would be not, it's like you got a checklist, you knock that, you, a, a bunch of tasks, you get that one out of the way, you move on to the next one. I, I mean, I think that one's close to being, I mean, I think that one's close to being, I don't want to say done, you never know, but I mean, it looks good, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you think it's done, Jeff? <laughs> The last time I said that, Lane Kiffin stayed at Ole Miss. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you feel good about that one. So then it's like, okay, now you just have these other positions, right? And you don't have to get them all at once. Right. right? You don't. You, you don't. And, uh, you know, you've well, got other opportunities as well. Let's have a fun exercise to close it out and then get to the, the how batches because I know everybody else has got stuff to do. But let's go each position and think how many do you think we want at each spot from the transfer portal. Okay. All right. Quarterback. One. One. Hey, two. I'll go one because I think they're going to get a high school one as well. I think that's where you get to your four. All right. Wide receiver. Four. Honestly, as many good ones as they can, I would say three to four. From the portal? No. Maybe just two to three in the portal at receiver. Oh, yeah. Well, I, would say, I actually do have two to three on my tracker board. Okay, so. I also think that, like, tight end, like Landon King, and the, the way he used Evan Ingram, I almost treat the tight end kind of like a receiver. Yeah, we'll call it separate. For this exercise, we'll call it separate. So I would consider Fairweather to be a receiver because he doesn't use a lot of tight ends, and the dude is a receiver. I mean, that, that is what he does. He's not a blocking tight end. He's a receiving tight end. Gotcha. I'll say, I'll say three wide receivers. Okay. Cole? I'm going to stay with four. Stay with four. Keith? We, we still going two? Uh, at receiver, yeah. I'm trying to look up some stuff here at the same time. Two receivers, yeah. Gotcha. All right, I'll go two as well. And I think I know which two I would grab, given what's on the board right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, tight end? One. Yeah, zero to one. I mean, like I said, Fairweather. I know we call him a tight end, but – yeah. Receiver. Gotcha. Keith? I think just one is fine. I think you've already you've already essentially picked up one with Landon King deciding to stick around. Agreed. One. Offensive tackle. Four. I think four. It gets you too deep out of the portal if you can. Yeah, yeah I'll say three to four. I'm going to go three, and I think you're going to get one of the JUCO kids. And you'll have Colby Smith there as well to help. Kind of yeah. like, we're, not, we're not hearing a lot of buzz right now about these JUCO kids. Hey, Keith, you missed it earlier. What but, I, I, uh, Are I, we? <laughs> I, 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 real quick on the offensive tackle JUCOs, I'll catch Keith up. Isaiah Miller. Yeah. Moving up on Auburn's board. And Isaiah Yada from uh, the, the South Carolina commit. And those two guys moving up, Keyshawn Blackstock moving down. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, interior offense. Stock telling me that he doesn't know if he's going to visit Auburn yet. You're so right. That, There's uh, something going on there. He he's slipping. He's okay. fading. So all right, I'll say three to four still. Then okay. Because if you can get two JUCO guys, then you can get three from the portal. I think that's really yeah. probably your best combo. Yeah. Well, especially if some of these some of these guys can play both, right? Yeah. Some of these guys can yeah. play tackle or guard. So. All right. Interior lineman from the portal. I, I'll say two. 
Two to three. Two to three. Two. I mean, honestly, it looks like from JUCO and Transfer Portal, you want to get a two deep all the way across, right? I agree. Yeah. Because sure. I mean, who do we have returning? What, Tate Johnson? Well, oh, Jeremiah Wright. Jeremiah yeah. Wright is good. He's a good player. Okay. You don't, mean, we don't know what Cam Stutz is going to do quite yet. You know, he played, but. And your like, other starters or semi-starters in the portal. And Keandre Jones, guys. Keandre yes. Jones could come back. Uh he, I got some info today. Look for him to visit FSU and UCF. I, I think he's probably – wouldn't be a surprise if he ends up at one of those two schools. It's okay. good. 2020 film, I'm told, by coaches was pretty good. Okay. Last two years got a little bulky. What do we heard about the strength program? Got a little bulky, got a little stiff. You know, you, you had guys getting sort of heavy, and then you had guys like Landon King who couldn't keep weight on. It's interesting to me. I, I, something was a little <laughs> different going on there. I can say I think you can say that to the, the whole last two years, Cole. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being nice. I know you are. All right, Edge. How many are we taking? Three. I'd say two to three. Let me go two. two. I, I, I'll, I'll go with two because of the, what I feel like the, the high school class is going to look like. I, 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 I'm with you, Jeffrey. I'm going to go with two. Keith. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about the high school class. Who would they get out of the high school class at Edge? Um, I'll say two, but leaning three. Okay. You're down to just Brenton Williams now, right? I mean, Wilkie Denod, but. Yeah. Right. But depending on the front they play, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're in a four-man front, he's a strong side edge as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, that, that, that's, a, that's a big deal. Auburn hasn't hired a defensive coordinator yet. We don't even know what kind of system they're going to run. Right. And the edge may be gone. I mean, you're always going to need a pass rusher. Uh, but I was told today when, when when doing my hot board for the linebackers, Quay Russaw. Yeah. yeah. Outside linebacker. Well, so, now kind of a, a subtle change, Jeffrey. Just in the last few weeks, he's now rated as a linebacker. And, and Christian Robinson has been there every time. Yeah. He played linebacker. Uh, the second half of the season at Carver, he was playing primarily linebacker. He was not playing edge anymore, and he was good, of course, because he's just that good of a player. But Alabama likes him at linebacker, too, inside backer. And I think the guys like Ashley Williams, the tall, slender guys that are going to grow into an edge rusher, I think you're not going to see that. I think it's more of the Wilkie Denods, you know, for this kind of – you know, that Hugh Freeze might run. I started thinking when Ole Miss started putting up all those rushing yards – Oh, so. No, you're good. When Ole Miss started putting up all those rushing yards this season, and then Auburn did it late in the season, I thought, you know, here we go. Cyclical. Everybody's throwing the hell out of the ball now. Now's the time to start running. You see T- Florida ran the hell out of the ball. Georgia, too. You see now you're starting to see teams just get six yards a carry like it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, so that would maybe necessitate a little change in your defensive line. Right, Cole? I mean – Back to the four-man deal? Yeah, I don't see the – it's not a knock against guys like Ashley Williams because they're still off – I mean, defenses, they're going to use him as a pass rusher. It's just your every-down guy, it's more valuable. I think it's becoming more valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Every-down guy on both sides, uh, uh, on both edges, not just one. Hmm. Uh, okay, keeping it going with linebackers, J-Head. Linebackers. How many of you think you think we're taking? 
I say one to two. I agree, and there's one that just entered that I'm very interested in, and Nathaniel Watson from Mississippi State. Did you see his second tweet? Yeah, no, he, he said he, psych. He said psych. Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? I do the same thing. I do. He wanted to go to Auburn out of high school, and they never Right. He was a tight end, but he had real skinny legs. Sure and did. That, yeah, you know. Oh. So you're saying there's something to the ankle thing. Yeah, the skinny ankles. I always said that. I've always said that. But, it's, uh, true. it's true, by the way. I'll say, one to, I'll say one to two on linebackers because I was told about a month ago they hope to sign two high school guys and then one guy, the experienced guy. In the That's right. I think Christian Robinson said that publicly before the season started, and that was under Harson. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just looking at it going, gosh, two. Got to have two. I, I think um, so, too. Back, man. It's just when Owen was not – Owen played so well down the stretch, but Wesley, it just had such a tough season all the way around. West, Wesley T-Rex. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if another year in a different system will – Hey, I get it. <laughs> You know what I mean? But him and Tisdall both struggled this year, and the only linebacker you're bringing back that played with any level of consistency was Riley. So, to yeah. me, you got to get two unless you think you can improve one of those guys. Hey, right. How about the guy you picked up in the portal last year? Didn't I don't think he played a snap. Eugene Asante. Oh, shoot. He played early, didn't he? Like on special so. teams? I think so, and then I, I think he just stopped playing somewhere in the middle of the season. That was one of those ones where you're like – when they take the guy, you're like, well, he wasn't starting for North Carolina. He was a four-star. Remember that? He didn't have a good defense. <laughs> North Carolina's defense wasn't any good, and he wasn't starting for them. But as fans and media, we, we take leaps of faith, right? Well, they must know more than what we know. And, you know, a lot of times they don't, okay? A lot of times they just take what they can get, hope to God a guy can play, and sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and right. you know, we're going to see the same thing with Freeze. I mean, Freeze knows what he's doing, obviously. If they sign 45 guys, that doesn't mean they're going to hit on all 45. You know what I mean? That, it, you know, this, we need to be – we can't just assume everybody's going to be great. So, anyway. All right. Let's let's uh, let's end it with the DBs. I've got it, uh, J-Head. I've got two to three. I've got two. Um, and I think it could be even one contingent on the high school class that you potentially could land. There between, you go. Between corner and safety? Yeah, between corner and safety. I'll go two. I'm, I'm going to say one. Um and, 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 you know, well, I'll say one. I'll say okay. One. Something interesting that I, I'm paying attention to, you know, DJ James was invited to the Senior Bowl, and he has not accepted it yet that we know of. That would be interesting if he came back. And he is getting some draft busts. So. Oh. Red White Side, make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> All clear. All right, folks. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get some how about you's and wrap it up. We've got uh, – I've got several. Okay. You got anybody? Not this week. Okay. I, I, I've been I've been reamed up and down the board this week, so I'm fast. <laughs> I've been there, big dog. I've been there. Several. I know you have, brother. Keith? Uh, let Cole go first. I need to look for one real quick. Okay. Yeah, I got one. I got one, and it's because of his profile picture change. Stats don't matter. It owns me. It's you, by the way. I just saw that today. <laughs> Somebody brought that to my attention, and I opened it up to look at it closer. It's owning me. I really don't even know what it is, but it, it's hilarious. 
It's me and a trash can. Oh, it's oh, a trash can. <laughs> I, I don't have anybody. I'm sorry. I just, we've been so, okay. and, you know, reliving the summer. Right, so, uh, I got Frank Hagen. How about you, the big, big Frank Hagen? How about you, the Bo? Bo is great. Yeah. There's one. Called into the show. Two. There we go. Times two. All right, Bo is great. Uh, how about you, the War Eagle Joe? How about you to Executive F, not to be confused with the Executive G. Uh, how about you to Widespread Eagle? How about you to Gump Tiger? How about you to Forrest, who had the cell phone pic of Hugh Freeze and Jeremiah Cobb in the restaurant? Oh, yes. Yeah. How about Forrest? How about you, big dog? How about you? He's been since been arrested and and training orders filed against him, but he's uh, a great poster. Now that's a good, that's a great one. BK eleven AU. How about you, the Doctor Doom? How about you, the Tiger Shark? How about you, the Kevin LP? How about you, the Tacoa's Finest? And how about you, the Cell Man? We've had some really good posts this week. Our board's been churning, man. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of intel, a lot of feedback, a lot of uh, just a great community, man. I'm, I'm really, really loving the corner, and I, and I think a lot of people are too. I think we've got a good group of folks, and uh, and it's growing every day. And we appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody on this channel. If you if you like this channel, if you like our content, please like and subscribe to our YouTube page. You're on it right now. Just hit that subscribe button. It helps us. I don't know how, but it does, and we we would greatly appreciate it, man. We will we'll, we will be back all four of us Sunday night for the call in show, 6:30 p.m. Central Time. Have lots to talk about there as well, but we'll let you guys dictate the show. Uh, check out Auburn Live on 3. The special still going right now. We've got a lot of intel coming out every day. Uh, we're tracking the transfer uh, targets. We're tracking visits and in-home visits and all offers and new targets, and we, we've got it all coming. So uh, go give us a ch go give us a try. $25 until September 1st. Uh, we'll get all the information. Again, we appreciate everybody. We really do. We have a lot of fun on the show. We uh, – Look forward to again Sunday night. Check us back for the call-in show. Uh, for Pink, for J-Head, for Keith, uh, for Zach in the back up there in Bozeman. I'm That's Jeffrey right. Lee, man. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya. <laughs>